0: Today's Braze Bits is brought to you by Bo Burnham's Burnt Ends. Did you love Bo Burnham's Netflix special, Inside? Well, you're going to love the inside of Bo Burnham's Burnt Ends. Everyone's tried Bo's Burnt Hams, but have you had Bo Burnham's Burnt Ends? I sure haven't. Use discount code Bits to pay full price.
1: We got some Braze Bits.
0: How the hell are you, Jesse? Thought you'd never ask, Lance. Getting down to the nitty gritty. I'm pretty good, Lance. How the hell are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good, Lance. You look pretty good. We're both. I'm pretty a, good. I'm doing pretty hats. good. We're wearing a black shirt. We're both doing pretty good, Lance. Pretty good. <laughs> Jesse. Lance. How the hell are you, Lance? I said it once. I'll say it again. Lance, I'm pretty good. I'm actually better now. That you asked me twice. You asked me twice. I think I'm actually better than pretty good. I heard if he asked something twice, it reinforces it. That makes sense. makes me re-question it. I'm more than pretty good. I'm in the pot kitchen with my chef, my co-chef, my sous chef. No, we're we're both head chefs. I'm glad it came out. You're Susan chef. Susan Boyle chef. I I know where
2: I stand. I've known it. (laughs) All right. I'll be the head chef.
0: Today's dish is episode 92. I think it's 93. I think it's 93! 93! That's why I need you, Lance. Yeah. Your numbers guy. You're guy. You're too focused on the big page, picture. I am. I'm trying to get us a Spotify deal. Subscribe to you. the Patreon, and you'll get to know that inside Braze bit where we, you could get a couple off mini episodes, get a couple of bonus episodes. Recently, in the past month, we went out for a business meal where we discussed a potential Spotify deal. You don't want to pay for that. You don't want to pay for it, you you're said? You're going to want to. Because uh, you're like, going to pay for that. You're going to you want, want to pay for that. You gotta perk up those ears, Lance. Catch perkins. Sometimes I go too quick. Some some say like our pod nemesis that we go too quick. I say we don't go fast enough. Are you talking about our pod nemesis or an honorary chef? He's not see I would say the head chef can only nominate an honorary chef. And I did not nominate mm-hmm. pod the pod nemesis.
2: We got a lot, we got a lot of meal prep to uh to unpack to to present. Thank you to all the Brazerbacks who had thoughts and Prayers and concerns about our restaurant
0: pet peeves? I think it was a hot episode. I think it was a hot top nine. It caused a lot of uh, great feedback. Kate said that you should go to a hypnotist
2: to get your coleslaw issue resolved. She said, I think that could be solved with a
0: hypnotist. I appreciate that uh, suggestion, but I don't need a hypnotist to tell me about my preference. I don't prefer. <coughs> Got COVID, <laughs> sorry. It's all Gucci. God bless you for a cough. I don't need a hypnotist. I don't like mayo. She's saying that I need a hypnotist to like try to change my mayo preference. She said it was bizarre. (laughs) That's fair. I'm a bizarre guy. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Thank you for every, for all the, all the feedback. It was, uh, it was quite, it was quite nice. It's nice to know that, that people care.
0: Specifically. The, I think the best feedback we got on the discord was from Zachary Schnackery saying that I had an all-star performance on last week's episode on our top nine all-star smash mouth sure join the discord
2: you could join it we got a link on our instagram to join and you could also email us at raise at gmail.com for the link there's some good stuff happening most recently uh, we'll talk about this this occurred during our, our patreon bonus episode it's do we, it's like, do we, how much do we want to recap? Cause we want people to listen to the Patreon bonus episode, but we got to recap some of it. I think this is I'll, a big give, one. I'll give a, a cliff bar notes to it. I don't know if that's fair. I think, I, think, I think, think it's totally fair. You could, you could chime in chime the bank. That's a fake bank. You hear about this? I've heard about this. I heard they stole someone's money, but that goes neither here or there.
0: I think I got to say, Cause I presented it. It was, a, it was a meal highlight, and then you were the one who came in questioning it. I think like, I got to present the facts, and then you, then you can, then you can. Sure, have it, have it your way, Burger King, McDonald's. I'm a happy meal. I'll I'll give you the, the quick Cliff Bar. We in our Patreon bonus episode, we do a meal highlight. My meal highlight was I had a tremendous bagel. Saturday morning, I went to my local bagel shop at 6 a.m. And I got there. I literally saw the bagel come out of the oven. To me, fresh out of the oven. Hot. Just got an everything bagel with butter. No, didn't have to be toasted. I then traveled, I would say, 25 minutes to a local golf course in Yes, Pellum, yes. Bronx.
2: But when you told the story, you hid this detail and only revealed it later when I asked, like, when,
0: when you you presented it in a different way to me though it is still fresh out of the oven 25 minutes later i consider that fresh i also could argue that i wouldn't want the bagel eaten at the bagel store it's too hot it's comparable to when you're at a steakhouse and right. you have to so let, we'll, the, let the steak settle you don't want the juices to flow out so we'll go through this so
2: you played golf at pelham bay and split rock golf courses correct
0: let me talk to my lawyer real quick yes that, that's correct
2: so from the Astoria Bagel shop on twenty eight twelve Didmars
0: Boulevard. That is hold on, let me confirm that address. That is correct. That is correct address. It's eleven point seven miles. Okay.
2: So according to you. I've done a Google map. On the Google map with no traffic, it's about twenty minutes. So we'll give you a generous reading. Beautiful. Of it's about twenty minutes. Gorgeous. I have one question to ask. You drove straight from the bagel shop to the golf course. Correct. There was
0: no stops on the Upper East Side. I did not. Straight I, met, there. I met my sister's boyfriend at the course. We both drove each other, Drove ourselves.
2: Okay. So a few questions. When, he was, when you got there, was he already there? He was already there. Okay. Second question. We're going to backtrack. You get the bagel. Where do you park relative to the bagel
0: store? I actually walked there. And then my car was parked on my street, which is, I would say, a 90-second walk. Okay. So 90 seconds plus 20. So now we're already at (laughs)
2: 20 minutes, 21 minutes and 30 seconds. This is outrageous. You're saying you ate this in the cart? In the golf cart. Yes, in the golf cart. Yes. So I imagine that when you got out of the parking lot, there's a walk to the clubhouse to check in.
0: Not much of a walk. Okay. Give me, give me that. My sister's boyfriend was already there in the cart. He had checked in earlier. He had actually, he didn't pick me up, but the cart was closer to my car than the clubhouse. I would say I walked less than two minutes to the cart. You walk, So you walked from the, this is, is this good for the, this is, this is insane. Yeah,
2: this, well, this is not insane. I'm just, I'm just trying to try to understand what's happening here. I w- wasn't a lawyer. I didn't become a lawyer, but if Drode listened to this, he'd be proud of me. He's not going to, though. So he won't know about his birthday party on oh September 18th.
0: Oh, my 18. God. Oh, no. Lance, anyway, we're going to continue. You're a bad man. We're going to continue. <laughs> that is insane. So That makes me nervous. So we're
2: already at in the most generous reading possible of this. This doesn't even take the time to start the car maybe you're fumbling with your keys you're figuring out what to put on we're gonna we're gonna leave that we're not even gonna include that as a nice a nice gimme to you thank you so from the car in the parking lot you're going straight from that car to the cart correct how long is that like i said i would say two to three minutes okay so we'll say two and a half minutes that's okay that's fine we're already at 24 minutes Okay. When you get out of the car, what is the time of you getting out of the car, getting your golf clubs out? Do you have your golf shoes all ready (laughs) on? I plead the fifth. I don't want to answer that. Last question. When you meet your sister's boyfriend at the cart, are you not even saying hi and just opening up a bagel and just stuffing your face?
0: The first initial greeting said, hello, how are you? I had the bagels in my hand, and we both dove into the bagels relatively quickly. Relatively quickly. How come relatively? We didn't immediately, I I wouldn't say I openly scarfed the bagel down my mouth, but we also both...
2: No further uh, questions. I
0: I, I told him (laughs) that these are fresh bagels. I actually said to him, like, this is so rare. These bagels are still hot. I didn't have to get them toasted fresh out of the oven. We should probably dive into these. And he was like, sure, let's do it.
2: That itself was about 20 seconds of exposition.
0: So in the most
2: generous reading, we're already over 25 minutes. No further questions. I would still argue the fresh out of the oven. The bagels was still now, hot while eating. Let's consult our discord in which pod nemesis, Eric Seidel, put together an amazing graph of the heat of a bagel one of the most
0: nerdiest things i've ever seen what an absolute again a twist twisted dark demented brain this guy sidell no wonder he's and you won't confirm he's single i think this graph confirmed that he's single he wanted he asked for dream analysis just so we could say he's okay guess what Seidel? you're not okay you're very harsh
2: this is see this is my issue with your harshness of Seidel. he's he's just running the numbers it's emotionless he's not He's not actively out to get you. This isn't a to
0: There's no what, numbers here. This is all feel. You can't, how does he know what the temperature is in the car? How does he know what kind of uh, wrapping the bagels in? There's no graph that could tell you this. It's all feel and vibes. I'm telling it, you what it, I felt. I felt a fresh bagel out of the oven in my mouth. It's. I think it's not out of the
2: oven. I think we could say it's fresh, but it's not fresh out of the oven. No one's eating a fresh out of the oven. It's too hot. You're going to burn your mouth. That's fine. Seidel says in his graph, which you check out the Discord. You can see this graph. He says at T equals zero. uh, If a bagel is 130 degrees Fahrenheit, then at around 10 minutes, it is 82 degrees. or 10 above room temperature, which that goes from just fresh hot to kind of just warm. And at 45, it's completely room temperature. So you
0: probably had it. It was just like barely a little warmer. Isn't that bagel though... Out outside, it's it's just sitting out in, in the room. This bagel was wrapped in like paper. That's a fair.
2: That's a fair question. That might be something to raise to the pod nemesis.
0: He did not account for that variable. Thank you. Now you're a numbers guy all of a sudden again. I can't believe he made a graph. I would love to see the, like a video of him making that graph. Like, Paul, the, Paul, the moment. Paul, Paul Graph, our elementary school principal. say <laughs> it is, was Graph. Uh, it is hailing outside. Could you hear it? No. I heard it's supposed yeah. to start uh, coming down. It's not coming down yet in Queens. That's wild. Hail, hail Irwin. Wow. Also, Seidel. Why don't you sign up for the Patreon if you're going to do all this, <laughs> this graphing about about a topic we talked about on the Patreon? Sign up. Contribute to the Pod Kitchen, and maybe you'll get you'll get cut you some slack. The the app. No, we're just, he's only so Discord. No Slack for him. It is a great question, though, and it is. It, I think it's a good debate of what is considered a fresh bagel because i'm sure I all these bagel I, shops
2: i have no qualm with you i think you know having a fresh bagel the way you you just misrep you represented it to me that it was fresh out of the oven and you're traveling to another you're traveling over water i think you're as droid would say you're obscure you're obscuring the facts i don't think so i think i the way i present very methodically went
0: through your dilemma and your situation The way I try to present it was that it's very rare that I have, I get to a bagel store and I see the bagel that I'm purchasing literally come out of the oven. Most times it's sitting in those crates. That'd be
2: fine. But you said, Hey Lance, guess what? I had a bagel fresh out of the oven. It was amazing.
0: And it was. And I still think it was fresh out of the oven. I think if I had it fresh out of the oven, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. You got any highlights? I sure do Lance. I feel like the past few weeks, the the, the transition to any Highlights has been tense, and I'm starting to love it. That's I, nice tension. I love I love a good tension. You got to break a tension with a highlight. I was trying to rack a ribs in my brain for some highlights. Didn't have, I couldn't really think of one, but I have one. I'm going to toot my own Joe Horn. I did a, a show at the Bronx River Yacht Club on Sunday, and pretty good show. I got an email the next day, an audience member sent me a nice little email complimenting my set, really made me feel good. Very very rare that I've ever gotten one of these. And she used this word. She said, I really enjoyed your style. She said, My husband and I, we really enjoy paraprosdokians. Para prosdokians. You know this word? Sounds like a Star Wars character. Never heard of this word. It's got a long definition, but it basically just means uh, misdirection. It's like when the first part of a sentence, the second part of a sentence is different from the first. And she she said, Parapro stokings and wordplay. So I, I just responded and said, thank you very much. You made my day. And if you have everybody interest, I do a podcast, Raise Bits, where we really do a lot of uh, similar All stuff. Of, a lot of parochial school. Exactly. <laughs> it was very nice. It, 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 someone went out of the way to find my website and, and emailed me and uh, it, put a, it put a little pep in my step. That's extremely nice. Yeah.
2: You should feel good about it. Thank that's you. That's great. I don't think I've ever, that's never happened to me in my life. I have gotten emails on my website. Hey, could I get a spot?
0: <laughs> that's,
2: that's nice. That yeah. should make you feel. Yeah. It makes me feel great. It makes you feel good. Yeah. I have been recognized on the subway, which is cool. That's great. And like just on the street, but you know, it all, it's never with me. It's, you know, there's always this tension you got any highlights i do on saturday this past saturday we had plans they got canceled that's nice which it's sometimes it's nice and then this time it's like we're kind of looking forward to this and the way it got canceled just kind of unfortunate um nothing anyone could do I don't need to get into it but um so kate and i had an open day
0: Whole you day had a open, full day plan day and full night open that's nice Were they canceled the day of uh two days before that's nice
2: and then i actually had something potentially sunday and that also got canceled at about a week before it's actually gonna hang out with brainiac 2ko but he was no longer coming to the east coast got it he's a gotcha. west coast guy
0: gotcha lurking on that discord i see him on there but he's not he's not contributing much which i enjoy he likes he likes to lurk lurk duncan andrew Delurk.
2: nice and we had a full day so we made the most of it it was really nice really relaxing i feel like even though we went on a vacation about a week before the vacation itself was a little bit there was kind of some hecticness in it hurricane kind of you know ended it abruptly past week was very busy for both of us so we took it slow we went on a long nice walk all around brooklyn then I went to the grocery store and made chicken tagine, so
0: which I posted
2: Discord. on the Discord. It go. didn't, once, I, once it was posted, the picture does not do it justice. It was much better than the picture. Brainiac
0: 2KO saw that and he was Lurk Nowitzking in the background. <laughs> that's, the, that could, that's a contender. Lurk Heinrich. Mike Lurkovich. <laughs> it's a
2: comedian, but it's a good one for, yeah. for you absolutely yeah and we had a great dinner
0: and then we watched the sopranos and
2: it was like a perfect day it was great
0: it's a pleasant little weekend yeah no, no like substantial plans be able to go at your own pace of play. exactly yeah that's gorgeous it was gorgeous good for like you Ithaca never been to Ithaca Ithaca is gorgeous gorgeous like the the natural landforms Neither of us had one of those as a natural landform. Is it natural? I don't know. I'm going to gorge on some food at maybe a, a mall food court. Why do you say a mall food court? It's a lot of yes. options. A lot of different options at a mall food court. I feel How like many? At least five to six. All right. On a, on a nice rainy day like this, or I guess it's a rainy night, it reminds me of going to the mall. Darth Mall? Yeah. I'm going to maul you like a tiger. I'm going to relax and listen to some mauling notes. Remy Mollick. I'm, I'm a robot over here. I got to recharge. All right, I guess you do. Take me over to Sharper Image and get me a new plug.
2: Okay. I feel like you're trying to prod me to get somewhere, but I don't know what you want me to do right now. I'll
0: lay it out for you, Lance. I'll, I'll show you the map. You know how you walk into a mall, there's a big old map? I, yeah, I do know. We are standing right here in the pot kitchen. There's a big arrow pointing at us. You are here. Yeah. I'm the if we go a little forward, a couple of beats, we're gonna about to enter a top nine. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh. All right. I see now. I didn't see it before, but now so we're doing top nine things about malls. Bingo land. See? All I need to show is a little map. I just needed a little bit of direction in my life. There it is. Needed that, that, you know, mentorship that I didn't have. I could do that for you. We're doing yeah. our top nine things about malls. Top nine things about... Oh, I want to shout out. We talked about it on the Patreon, but uh, I met the Podfather last week. Oh, yeah. Which is subscribe to the Patreon to get the lowdown, but it was great meeting the Podfather. It's a
0: classic. And you, you met the Pod Madre. And the Pod Madre. I, I wanted to be there for the introduction, but I... I no, you didn't. You I would did. have been there. I, I, what do you mean? I was there. I just wasn't in the I, right place. I, All right. Subscribe to the Patreon yeah. for more for more details. But right now, we're going to detail our top nine things about malls. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first.
2: So we should we re- rewind a little bit. And I assume there was a, one specific mall you went to growing up? There was two. Two. There was so you few. cheated on one sometimes.
0: There was like one mall you had, you, had like like, a, you had a guma of a mall. I did. Side piece. But this other mall kind of got better as I got older. The local one was Primus Park. Close to mall, literally like ten minutes down the Garden State Parkway. That was my probably my, my local, my first initiation to a mall, Paramus Park, legendary. And then down the road is the Garden State Plaza, which is probably an extra. Team. I've heard of that one. That's like a pretty big one, right? Yeah, very big, nice big AMC movie theater. That did, was bigger. The more mature mall. Did people
2: say Garden State Plaza, or is that just like a Long Island thing? Plaza? I never. Heard yeah, some I mean, people say like Plaza, but they like it's like Plaza. Never heard of that before. Yeah, plaza? it comes to Long Island. You open up draws and you go to
0: plazers. <laughs> that doesn't and make you any have, sense. You have ideas. I've heard of ideas. Idea. Idea, plaza. All right. What was your local mall?
2: The Smith Haven Mall. Nice. In between the towns of Smithtown and Brookhaven. Literally right on the border, probably. And it's a classic. It's still there. I think, you know, it's being carved up by private equity. But for now, it's there. Every now and then, we'd go to Nassau County, Roosevelt Field Mall, which I think is, I'm pretty sure it's still there, It's a, a popular one. I did one time go to the King of Prussia Mall in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and it's one of the biggest
0: malls in the country, and that was a wonderland. And those huge malls, I've been to a couple of huge malls. We also had Palisades Park, which is like a little farther away. That's a, it's a pretty huge mall. And, uh, that's in where... Uh, is that where the comedy
2: club is? Yeah, Levity Live. Yeah, yeah. I think I went to a Japanese restaurant in that mall
0: once. That place is massive. And it's also sinking because it's on top of a swamp. What are you thinking about? <laughs> Not thinking about much.
2: I do want to go to the Mall of America one day. That'd be nice. Big old mall. Where is that? Minnesota? Minnesota. Number one, biggest mall in the world, I believe. Wow. Top nine things about malls. I'll go first. My number nine is the wacky storefront displays. They're not every store, but a few stores had like these adult dioramas before you walked in. And they are very elaborate. I remember this particularly in the Abercrombie store. They had like a jungle with like a boardwalk and then you walked in. There's another stall called store, stall. There's another stall called Rule, which I think was some sort of offshoot of Abercrombie or American Eagle. And they also had like a beach bungalow thing. And I, always, even when I was 12 or 14 or whatever, I remember thinking, what a waste of money. <laughs> really? This is excessive and obnoxious. Unless it was like a coming soon thing where it gained, the store wasn't open yet, and it was kind of like an outside display. But I remember these interesting dioramas of stores, and it was, it was kind of like Instagram backgrounds before Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like now they would make sense because they would attract people to the store. But for then, it was just like,
0: they were like mannequins of people. It's very, it's very odd. Are you but, talking about, I know you're talking about like a storefront, now starting to hail in Astoria, Bobby Hale. Are you talking about like the presentation or you were literally the things, like some stores would have like an entranceway, like you'd walk through like a jungle.
2: Yes, so they were like an entranceway, but also like on the side of the entranceway, there was like a giant display. Yeah.
0: I kind of like those. It kind of of set the vibes of a store.
2: I think it was just very specific to malls and it was a specific excess of the 2000s. Yeah. Which by the way, I've said this on the pod before, but Kate and I are watching The Sopranos right now. And we just watched the first episode of season four, which is the first episode after 9-11. And you could almost feel, it's crazy. Like you could almost feel there's a shift in tone and it all of a sudden feels... In Tony (laughs) or tone? I see what you did there. There's always a shift in Tony. He's shifting all different ways. Always. He's got. He doesn't have the best lateral agility, but he's always shifting.
0: He's always shifting. Doesn't have a mix of a varsity athlete, but he's shifting. AJ does though. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was remarkable to. It
2: felt all of. Obviously, it is still kind of like a period piece. It's 20 years ago. The mob, obviously, not really as influential, but it did all of a sudden feel. You could feel the post 9/11. Emil Derosa had this great bit who I don't know if he still does comedy. I know he moved to LA, but it was about like wanting to get that pre nine 11 feeling back. And he said, the only way I could describe it to you is, you know, the movie, how to lose a guy in 10 days. And he's like, that movie was made in 2003, but it's pre nine eleven as fuck. I remember that bit. It was That's great. great. That's and great he, you know, it. was way more involved than that, but yeah, it felt post nine 11. That's fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, so my nine wacky storefront displays, kind of in the same front of like they were happening post 9-11, but they felt a little free.
0: Sure. It's a good one. I, I think I, I like those. I also felt almost kind of intimidated. I remember like walking into Abercrombie being like, oh man, it smells like cologne and like oh, yeah. walking through a jungle, all these models. Like, are they going to judge me? Am I allowed to be in here? The mannequins were shirtless. Yeah. Rock hard mannequin bodies.
2: Dwayne Johnson. My my number eight is trying to locate the bathroom. I always feel like it was down like some weird, dark cavern. Maybe not, but just like some unexpected place and you didn't know where it was. And when you were there, it was kind of like its own little situation. And I I just kind of like that.
0: I don't have that, but it's a good one. It's always down a long hallway. Down a long hallway. always Always a long walk to get to it. There's people waiting outside for other
2: people, and then when you're not waiting outside, you're like these people are kind of creepy waiting outside the bathroom. But then yeah. when you're waiting, you're like, oh, these people become kind of creepy for waiting outside the bathroom.
0: Yeah, always
2: a lot of vending machines by the bathroom. A lot of vending machines, a lot of candy, a lot of soda pop. My number seven is random events that would happen in the middle of the mall. Mm. So the Smith Haven Mall was set up so there were almost like four wings. And in the middle was like a giant square. And they would have different things happening depending on the time of year. Probably the most popular, and I feel like this was commonplace at all malls, was Santa sure. coming, which I never did. I never sat on Santa's lap. No, I never did either. And I feel like I'm a better person for it. Sure. Imagine that.
0: Might have been, it's it's got to be nice. It's got to be nice. If but you're a I little Together, you have to ask Santa for what you want
2: I think it sets yourself up for not having any resiliency
0: <laughs> it's true look at us now me and you a couple of resilient guys the only
2: it's you know it's it's secular Judaism doesn't have much going for it but it's got
0: that yeah you don't see Hanukkah every walking the walking yeah. oh hey can you grant me my every wish no right no there are places to make wishes no
2: why don't you just start a business <laughs>
0: That's what you should do at a mall. <laughs> have people sit in your laps, and you just say no. Why don't you just? Why don't you start a business? What I just? Want, I want a Game Boy. Well, you can have one if you work
2: hard. Start a lemonade stand. You're gonna be a great dad, lads.
0: You're gonna be a great dad. Start st- lose a tooth. Well, hopefully, you
2: want. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say you want a Game Boy Advance. Here's an advance, but you have to use this money to start a legitimate business enterprise, <laughs> and then you could buy it. Yeah. Anyway. There was that. I've, I've said this story on the pod before, but there are concerts every now and then. And in the summer of 2007, there was a band called the Plain White Tees that were scheduled to play. And within between the time of the announcement and this concert, the song Hey There, Delilah blew up and it became like the most popular song in the country. And like as they were like the hottest band on the planet, I feel like for like a few weeks, they were scheduled to play at the Smith Haven Mall, which I always found to be the funniest thing in the world. Did you go? No, you, I
0: couldn't go. I was like, couldn't get in. It's a mob scene. Sopranos. Yeah. That was a big song. Oh, yeah. Were they a one and done? Do they have anything else? They have like a few others, but nothing. nothing's going to hit the height of that one. Right. It's a solid one. That was number seven? Yeah. Number seven, yeah. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was, a, that was something like a positive, yeah. There was no tension with that, yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was my number seven. Perfect. My number nine. Top nine things about going to the mall. Specifically, my number nine is going to Sharper Image and playing with the gadgets. Gosh dang it do I love playing with these gadgets. Going into a fancy chair, a massage chair, getting a little lower back rub, playing with the night vision goggles, looking at a, a digital alarm clock. How crazy is this? This alarm clock's it's digital. I I used to love it, going to Sharper image, looking at, looking looking at the future, looking at technology. It's sharp. It's an image. It's my number nine.
2: The hack thing. Oh my
0: god, hack! It's what, it's one of the best parts of the mall. You, you
2: do it once and you say that was fun. It's something that like Gen Z people today would do, ironically.
0: Well, I did it genuinely, <laughs> and I enjoyed it every time. I would, I, you go in there, you say, I feel I'm, like, I'm gonna burn a couple of minutes. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I feel like it was fun once, and then you kept going,
2: and the people working, you just You're a loser. That's you're not, a loser that's, for that's, abusing that's the not, system. It's not nice. It's not nice at all. They know. I'm not saying you, I'm saying collectively, everyone, every kid who does that is like a mean teenager. That's not true. It's mean true.
0: Teenagers went there, nice teenagers. <laughs> it's a reason why they're in every mall, it's because, you know, they get people to go in there. They start talking to people, telling people about the night vision goggles they saw. Word of mouth, and every year there's new technology. There's new things being invented. They Are go they right to a sharper around? image. I'm not sure. I haven't seen. I haven't gone in one in a long time. I, I, I like to
2: think so. I do feel like you explained that pretty well. Like I don't feel like I need a sharper image.
0: I appreciate that. You don't. You don't need a uh, glasses even though you're wearing glasses. I
2: got glasses on today. I'm trying to conserve because I'm doing my taping on September 26th, and I only have one pair of contacts left, and my eye doctor retired, so now I have to go to a new eye doctor. And basically, I probably won't have a new pair of contacts in time, so I got to make sure these ones last before September 26th.
0: That's tough. Your eye doctor retired. The guy who did my LASIK eye surgery died. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. My number eight, top nine things about malls. (laughs) It's going by the old penny fountain, throwing in a penny and making a wish. I feel like the first thing I did when I was, the first time I ever made a wish when I was little outside of my birthday cake was going by these penny fountains and throwing a penny in. I learned that you could throw a penny in there, throw a wish in there, and maybe it'll come true. I don't think you're going to like this one because, you don't like Santa Claus, you know, this doesn't make you resilient, but it adds a little magic, magic to the mall. It adds, like, ooh, the mall, it's where dreams come true. It's where I can throw just the ascent, and maybe things aren't so bad. Maybe things will work out for me. The old Penny Hardaway fountain, number one. <laughs> it's another
2: hack one. I mean, no, no you, ways. what was their, our, um was it our last list? Was it our last normal episode? Or but you hated my list of nine and eight? Oh, fancy foods, our Patreon. You hated yeah. my nine and eight, and those weren't like hacked. Those are just bad. This is in the same ballpark. I hate to tell you. But we'll let the Brazerbacks decide. But one thing I did real, I did realize while you're saying that though, is I'm for sure going to open up a wish fountain. You should. What an easy way to make money. Make a wish. People need some hope. What have to do is buy a fountain. People need money. I'm gonna say your wishes come true more if you put in five dollar bills.
0: <laughs> when I think of the mall, I think of being a young kid and being, you know, going into this huge space, walking around, and that's what I thought of the penny fountain. It was like, oh, that's, and you, and you look at all the thousands of pennies in there, and you're like, look at all the
2: different wishes people had. And then you look around the mall and you say, it looks like none of them came true. It's not nice.
0: See, that's that's just not nice. I maybe. People are going to the mall spending money. There they must be something going right for them. Sure. Wow, this is... It's not how I thought it was going to go. <laughs> it's my number seven. It's going to Spencer's Gifts. Spencer's Gifts, I'm pretty sure, are only at malls. Never seen a Spencer's Gifts outside of a mall. Don't think I ever spe- bought anything for Spencer's Gifts, but I love walking around, going inside... Looking at the graphic tees, the lava lamps, the dildos, the the weird backpacks. Spencer's Gifts. It's weird. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's a good one. Again, I mean, it's not a bad call, but it's just it's people come to Brace Bits for the originality. Anyone can say Spencer's
0: Gifts. But the the malls are universal. Studios. They're all around yeah, the it's, country.
2: It's fine. All... I, I like Spencer's Gifts. I actually bought a uh, the Flash t-shirt. And I don't know superheroes or anything, but I thought it was just a cool t shirt, which yeah. I still have.
1: Yeah, And it
2: was $5. It like glows in the dark. That's it's a cool great, place. Right? And you did
0: feel a little bit like kind of on the edge of rebellion when you were in there. Exactly. I'm not a hot topic guy. Hot topic, I feel like, would have been a little more edgy. I feel you feel a little scarier. You feel like people working there are even really? mean. I always thought it was just like goth
2: kids. Yeah. Like I didn't, there was no intimidation. It was just like you had to, it was like the Mean Girls, you know, the two goth characters. Yeah. I was like, that's who works there.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Especially, gift yeah, seems a little bit more open, more welcoming. Yeah, there's more like a Jackass the movie vibe to it. Exactly. So, I, I don't know about it. Yeah.
0: A little Bam Margera.
2: Yeah. My number six is Teenage Couples. Look In, the a little creepy as I say it now. Actually, I knew you were going to call me out on it, but allow me to explain. In the 2000s, I doubt this happens anymore because just teenagers are on their phone. They even, malls don't exist. And, uh, you know, teenagers are just on their phone. But that was the place where you went on a date. It's where you went to show off that you were, like, dating somebody. I liked always, where my mall, it was like, people from our school, but also people from a lot of other schools. So there was a lot of people you didn't know. So you would see kind of this phenomenon repeat itself with people you don't know. And it was like, you know, an announcement, it was kind of a social square in a way. I don't think I ever went on a like solo date at the mall, but I went on many a, like, I like this person guy, groups of guys and girls. And there was like so much tension with like different people in the group. And that was, you know, a, a huge part of growing up. And I do feel like in a suburban setting, at least, I think different milieu, milieus milieu, kind of have different versions of this. But for the suburban, if people aren't doing that, then I think it's really something lost because it it kind of I don't want to get into my number one for a little bit, but it, it's an atmosphere where you're. You're kind of um, a little bit
0: freer, but also that's controlled. I think we're going to have similar number ones, and I also have a similar number six. Mine is being young and in love. And the, whoa, in my- whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but more, more along the lines of like, in a creepier way of also people watching and watching young love. Yes, exactly that too. But I could. I felt like I couldn't say that now
2: because it is creepy.
0: Yeah, but we're creeps, but, we're creeps.
2: Well, you're smelling babies. I'm sorry. My brother's
0: gonna have a, a new baby for you to smell. I'd love to sniff that that newborn. If I can go to the hospital, please let me know. All right. Or if wherever it's being birthed, Big Bertha. But yeah, <laughs> I would love to smell your brother's baby, and I also would love to just look at awkward teenagers walking around and like flirting and and. Uh, just like so just happy the the awkwardness is like so genuine
2: exactly it's like and i feel like everything nowadays is ironic and and all that but it's there's a genuineness that the mall somehow brings out yeah
0: and also like group dynamics of friends like seeing a friend group like who's like bowling each other who's making fun like who's the leader of the pack yeah yeah
2: my number five is remembering where you parked slash the parking lots in general Just a mosaic of suburbanness. all the cars. This is memorable to me. There was one instance where I was with someone who I don't think I've ever talked about the pod. We'll call him Chef Williams. And Chef Williams and I went to the mall. I forget why, maybe just to hang out or maybe to get something. And then we were supposed to go somewhere else, but we lost the car. This was in 2007. Yeah, it must have been 2007. I had had my license for a few months. And we walked around the mall for about 45 minutes trying to figure out where we parked. There was... Were you, we guys, on the, fig- were you guys on the wacky tabacky? Non nothing. Stone you, cold soba noodles. You lost the car. So there was a Macy's, but there was also like a smaller Macy's. Mm. And they were on different sides. That's of the mall. Tough. That's tough. So we walked all the way around the other one and then got so disoriented that we didn't even like kind of remember exactly where we were on the other one. And we lost the car for about almost an hour. It was cold. Was there was the, Had the time of our lives. Was there moments of panic during that, that time? No, we just thought it was hilarious. It was like got funnier and funnier. And we were like, I mean, eventually we're going to have to find it. But I had the key fob and I just kept pressing the key fob and nothing would light up. Do you ever think that got stolen? No, I did not. That's good. But I guess if we were looking for longer, then yeah. I would have. And this was a situation. I mean, we had flip phones. I feel like today that almost never happens. There's like a find my car, smart stuff that just ruins the sanctity of these types of experiences. There's obviously that classic Seinfeld
0: episode. That's a good one. I never had the experience of losing my car But I do always, when I'm going to a local mall that I've gone to a lot, I always park the same location. I always park outside of Banana Republic because I know I'm always going to go through there and it reminds me of where I'm going to go. That's smart. Phone. My number four is restaurants
2: that were part of the mall, but were also totally separate from the mall. They've got an entrance that you don't have to walk through the mall, but they got an entrance in the mall. You're in the mall, but you're not in the mall. Were them. they all in the mall?
0: I almost had this one. This is a good
2: one. There was a Vincent's, the Italian from Little Italy, original, you know, Vincent's. It's like a Italian-American joint. I remember going there after, I think the power was out in our house after a big thunderstorm. And we went through in the mall, the entrance, and then we left out of the mall. And I was like, this is crazy. You could do this? And these restaurants are simultaneously benefiting from the mall, but they're also trying to do their own thing. They're they're a slice of Americana that I think is so representative of malls. The the restaurants in there, you have to be a certain type of restaurant. Cheesecake factories are probably the most common. There's one in my mall now. There's a Bobby's Burger Palace, Mm -hmm. or maybe I think it actually might have just closed, but it was there for a while. It's these types of restaurants that are a little bit indulgent, pf chang's i feel like is another common one grill capital grill grand luxe cafe which is a
0: cheesecake factory
2: it's a night out but it's a american night out where if anyone from any other country came they'd be like what is this Hmm. but they would be like enamored by the uniquely american ness of the experience that is
0: like almost unreplicable i feel like anywhere else right because if you wanted to have a budget friendly meal, you go to the food court, you can get it, some fast food, get a pretzel at Auntie's. Exactly. And it's if a if little you want bit splurge a little bit. You exactly. Go to outside restaurant that's still part of the mall. Exactly. There's a California pizza kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's these types of restaurants. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. Absolutely. I said it already. My number six was young love. Look, creeping on little teenagers, following them around, looking at them smooching and pecking. My number five, it's somewhere to go. The mall is just somewhere to go and walk around aimlessly when there's bad weather. I feel like I've done this a little bit when I'm older. In the wintertime or when it's a rainy day and I feel like cooped up in the apartment or house and I want to get out, change the scenery. The mall is a great place to go to just walk, get, a couple, get your steps in, get some exercise. Don't have, to have a, don't have to go shopping, but just go for a stroll. I think the mall is a great place just to walk and be you're not thinking about walking or talking especially when it's bad weather yeah that's a good one i'll I'll do i'll go for a stroll go for a stroll stroll tide nick stroll i I don't really
2: what do you want me to add
0: nothing i got nothing to add i I think i did that a couple times during quarantine i like when especially in the winter and when it was like really cold and i like couldn't get out and i was like i'm gonna go to the mall some of them were open really interesting just walk around yeah all right. That was a good contribution right there. The, yeah, that was interesting. That was good. Sometimes I, I pull my weight as the sous chef. I don't, Sue I'm, Bird. There it is. Pod Madre's middle name is Sue. Sue me. If you sue me, I'm going to sue you back with your, your wife. My number <laughs> four is, is the ability at a mall to get a lot of shopping done in one fell swoop, Cheryl swoops, especially during the holiday season. Maybe you got a couple of birthdays, family members' birthdays stacked up. Maybe you just, you gotta get a lot done. You can go to a mall and you could just bang, a ding dong, get them all done. And it's also, it's good, you can walk around and get inspired by different gift ideas if you're doing online shopping or you gotta have, have you have to have a, kind of a focus. You can't really peruse online shopping. You have to have kind of know what you're searching for. You go to a mall, you can look around, see what the options are, you can get it all done in one, one fell swoop.
2: Yeah, you can stock up on some some liquor, you could be a peruse bag.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: You're you're rusing me. Yeah. yeah. It's a a fine one. I'd say my worst, like my least favorite thing about malls is the shopping, right? Which again is the purpose of it. That's the utility. But that's yeah,
0: that's what's good about it. I'm not going there on like Black Friday. I'm not going to go there for the deals because I think it's a madhouse there.
2: Yeah, there's just something about everyone going to the mall and getting the same things that it's like a sense of sameness that makes me a little sad. But that's why it's there, so I can't really argue against it. And then if you don't have people doing that the concept probably doesn't exist. So I like planning. I I like particularly planning things out in terms of gifts and it's like, okay, I might go to this store, but I don't like the idea of just like going to the mall and just like seeing what's there. It feels like a little bit careless in terms of like getting gifts for people, but I understand that's a me issue and it's obviously of great utility.
0: It's a utility player. Ruben Sierra big bat I love, love Ruben. Pastrami Reuben so that means he must give good gifts I'm excited for, for, for the next gift to give me besides the gift you give me by doing this podcast with me they're not as good as the gifts that you give Phil Jackson that triangle offense I gotta give him good gifts gotta keep that keep it, keep him spoiled
2: yeah because I know that when you go to his house you always bring good gifts I always
0: come bearing gifts he knows <laughs> yeah. that too he knows that yeah. i never come empty-handed. Yeah. He's experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my number four.
2: <laughs> my number three is the food court had to have it. You can't not have the food court. So many options. I don't even remember what's in the food court. I feel like Panda express obviously got Cinnabon, Auntie Anne's it's almost, you have to have one or the two. There was a Haagen-Dazs that was like adjacent to the food court, so it was like its own stand, but it was also part of the food court, because it was in the food court area, but not specifically in the court. And I can't remember what else was in. I feel like there was this like it was like a teriyaki chicken place.
0: Sarku. Sarku, Japan, teriyaki.
2: Yeah. Could be could have been could have been sarku. I it's like got, like a Savaros. The Savaro situation usually. Of course. So it's like this. Food that if you just saw it standing alone, you'd be like, who would ever have this? But then you have it in a food court and it's impeccable. There are some good options in food courts. I was in this mall in Philadelphia before doing one of the Raybould shows and they had a -A. Chick-fil-A. These
0: food courts
2: courts now are pretty fancy. They'll get a Shake Shack. They'll get all the fast food. Yeah. I like sitting in the court. Finding a seat, it's crowded. Ooh, there's a, there's a seat. Let's get it. Let's have someone sit and find a seat while you order.
0: I think you're not going to like this aspect of why I love food courts. It's my number three is food courts, but specifically food court samples. You go, You walk around these Asian restaurants and you get a free piece of chicken. What's better than that? A little orange chicken? white whistle? Do a lap around the food court? I'm filled up. Jackson. Not, not my favorite. Are you gonna turn down a sample Stool? I'll have one,
2: but I'm not like in to I, I, there's there's a fine line of taking advantage of the samples.
0: I'm not, I'm not doing a lap. I'm. I'll probably have one, and then I'll act like I'm gonna get. I'm gonna like look at the menu. Sometimes I'll it'll it'll turn me on, and I'll and I'll get a full meal if I get a good sample. But I love a good sample. Where else can you walk around a, a food? Experience and get a sample. Costco. Oh, I know that. And I guess supermarkets do that sometimes. Stop and shop.
2: Like wine, wine stores. Right. All right. I rest my case. There's ample places to get those samples. My number two is taking stock of what's old, what's new, and what refuses to bend to the confines of time. Every time you go to the mall, you walk around and you say, oh, I didn't see that. What used to be there? And sometimes you don't remember. And a chapter of your your life is gone, completely lost. Then you walk by and you see that store for your entertainment and it's still selling DVDs. How's it doing it? No No one knows. But it's still selling DVDs and CDs and it's doing great. You got something, you got a Shake Shack and you say, "Ah, oh, this place to come to Shake Shack, they're doing Shake Shack now. Maybe you see, I saw, I read some article a few years ago that the anchor stores, right? These big box stores that were anchors at the mall that aren't doing as well now, right? Sears is closed. There was a Sears that was an anchor in our mall. You had Macy's, Penny. A lot of them aren't doing well. A lot of them are closing down. Now I, I heard some of them are gyms. Like gyms? Mall? Yeah, like gyms will rent those big areas of the mall. Wow. I haven't seen that. So you got to love the, the, they redid the floors one time. And I was like, wow, this is the same mall, but it's completely different. I feel less of an attachment to it emotionally. And a mall is a time capsule.
0: It's living, breathing history. It's just, that's a Sam Goody one, but it's such a classic old man Lance take of just going and being like, oh, this wasn't here last time I was here. Oh, the floors are new. It's, it's a good one, but it's it's just classic old man Lance. It's being like back in my day. This used to be a uh, a JC Petty. Sounds like you want to
2: criticize, but you have no no lane. No, I'm not criticizing. I love it. Now there's an outdoor part of the mall, which I say is new, but it it was introduced like 13 years ago. Now <laughs> it's new to me, so it's new. The new outside. Yeah, I like it. And my number one is that feeling of growing up, slash rebellion, slash constant boredom. The freedom that a mall gives is arguably some of the most healthy freedom for a teenager, because you are by yourself, but you are so supervised. A lot of I feel like in the 2000s there was a lot of like, oh, you can't leave your kids at a mall. They'll smoke cigarettes outside. They'll get abducted, and I guess those are all possible, especially the cigarettes, but you know what? Kids smoking cigarettes, either they'll get caught or they'll be fine or they won't be fine. That's what life is. Sometimes you're fine. Sometimes you're not. I don't know about the abductions. That doesn't sound good, but there are a lot of people. So if there is something that happens, it seems like there's a lot of witnesses. It seems safer than going to like, I don't know, a beach by yourself, right? Just because of uh, the
0: umbrellas. (laughs) <laughs> no,
2: because if you're going to get abducted, if like you're getting abducted and there's a lot of people around, sure, get you would think of, that eyewitness news. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I get it. But there was a sort of I don't know if if you found this, but drode hated the mall. He hated just like hanging out at the mall. He, you know, he's not a loitering guy. There's no way for him to so, pull out his laptop and start doing. The no, laptop. but like not him going, but like us going just to like go. That's kind of like a joyride. Yeah. And I think part of him was like, "Oh, they're just going to like spend a lot of money." But I was never a money spending person. I just allowed him to go just to like for the freedom to walk around, hang out with your friends. And I think he didn't really understand like that. There's
0: he he didn't have have a goal there. Exactly, was just
2: to have fun. Exactly. So it wasn't like you were like playing basketball to get better at basketball, right? Or even like video games. He didn't mind because like you could you're playing it and competing. Yeah. So, but that opening of the world it's it's the first time that you could look at the world through the lens of yourself and i think that is so important and and so memorable and you, there's nowhere else real i mean there are a lot of other places where you could get it get that thing but for like a kid in a suburban setting it's there's not as me, there's not that many places that
0: are that give you that, but also aren't really that dangerous. I could not agree more, Lance. I'm going to say, I will no, just, I'm not going to say nothing, Lance. I'm going to say it or say it now. We have a lot of tension in this podcast. We have a lot of back and forth. You know, we, we have my bagel takes litigated, brought to court. We talk about how different we are, but Lance at the, at the heart of this podcast, we have a lot in common, the rapper. My number one is literally the same thing. It's the freedom as a young Teen, a preteen, to a walk tween. around. A tween. I literally, re- I remember the first time I was at summer camp, sleepaway camp, and I was a tween, and our counselor said, we're going to meet back at this spot in like three hours. You guys can literally go off on your own, unsupervised. My first time, unsupervised, that a counselor or an adult. And I was like, what are you talking about? How's that? We can We can do anything. We can go anywhere. It felt like scary, but also unbelievable so much freedom like they're letting us just we, we could do anything we, we can we can leave if we want we didn't leave but everything you just said it's just like you're able to it's your first experience out in the real world able to do things at your own time look through your own eyes and and make decisions even though it's in a contained environment it's, it's a hugely special. it's a hugely
2: hugely controlled setting but you don't realize or even know that as yeah a, and there's still
0: and you're still unsupervised, like, you can. There were always kids who were, like, smoking outside. Sure. But just, like, I remember the feeling of being like, oh, we're going to meet back here. And I was like, so you're not going to track us? You're not? We can do anything? And it was just, like, a mind-blowing experience. And now probably kids don't get that because
2: probably their camp do track them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I am obviously not a parent of a kid that age, but I can't imagine doing that. Maybe, maybe my thought will be different when I have... Can't imagine letting age. your kids go unsupervised? No, tracking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine doing that. That just seems psychotic. Like the, the concern about safety, I understand, but life is like, how are you going
0: to operate in the, the world? The world is about people mm-hmm. who are not... No one's tracking you. I guess it just depends on uh, how much you trust your kid and how much your kid trusts you. What kind of kid you got? Chasing kid. Yeah, that was my number one. Yeah, that was my number one too. And my number three was food court samples. You know I love a sample. The only difference I got was my number two. Top nine things about malls. My number two is the sports memorabilia stores. I love a good sports memorabilia store. You walk in there, you see the, the framed posters of old players, autographed helmets. I always walk around the same guy in the back who's like been working there for a thousand years. He's trying to, trying to sell you on like a Alfonso Soriano on the Yankees, even though he was on the Yankees for like a a year and it's, it's old and he's trying to get rid of all this, all this stuff, old jerseys, old hats. I love it. Yeah. Number two. (laughs) It's a good one.
2: One thing I didn't have on my list that I is number 10 was going to Lids. (laughs) Of course. Gotta love Lids. Sports memorabilia. I didn't like. I don't know if our, our mall had a sports memorabilia store. Really? I feel like it, feel like it probably did, I but I to. can't. I can't remember. But I was always like, just like it always made me sad. Just like the price of everything. I was like, I'll never
0: be able to get this. Yeah.
2: And I, I still go that. in there,
0: and I'm like, I'll never get this. I remember. You will never bar get this. <laughs> <laughs> after my bar mitzvah, I remember going in there and uh, getting a couple things that, and and, and really surprising. wow. Where well, you got you got some of your your B mitz money? I think I got like a gift card there. Nice. I, I didn't I didn't I, wasn't, I didn't have access to my B mitz money. Yeah, till I turned uh, forty. But I think I got like a gift card there. Maybe it was like a birthday gift card I got to one of the stores. But I remember thinking I was in Candyland.
2: Nice. Yeah, I lids. I love just looking through the different. I had so many different hats growing up. Now I just got my chef's hat. Obviously. Sure. Sure. But the sports, yeah, sports are good. Sports are nice. Phil Jackson loves sports. He's the Zen master.
0: I love you, Phil. Fill me up. Jackson 5.
2: Phil says. Sorry, this is why I don't like looking at my phone. Now I got text from you know the big boss, and now it's gonna put me in a you know, you, put, you know, okay. <clears throat> Phil Jackson says, we're ranking the apex of the human experience as the chefs take us into the American mall. (laughs) Truly peak Americana, as us humans slam ourselves into a large indoor facility built around consumption and gluttony. Gluttony, Phil, consume me. I love it, chefs. Buy me a tracksuit and let's speed walk around these beautifully air-conditioned havens spanning sizes that rival some cities. Unbelievable. Way to paint the picture, Phil. Novel I, Laureate. I'd like a pretzel from Auntie Anne's, a graphic tee from Hot Topic, and of course, a ride on the carousel.
0: <laughs> oh, I forgot about the carousels, Phil. Horsey.
2: <laughs> Without any further ado, here's what my pal enjoys at the Garden State Plaza.
0: GSP, baby. Many a times going out to the GSP with Phil, going to the movies, getting a Jamba Juice, and really slinging it. The food court. Bang.
2: Especially Panda, Express, Auntie Anne's, and Cinnabon. Love all those. I'm a big
0: Sarku Japan guy. Best chicken teriyaki in the game. Sneaker stores and buying a fresh new pair of sneaks. Bingo. Didn't have that, but I definitely love going to the mall for sneaks. Gigantic movie theaters. Another good one. Another good one. Didn't have that. I we, kinda... didn't have, we didn't have that at our mall. No? No. GSP. It was It was, it was new. I think we really enjoy, it was they had like stadium seating. We really uh, splurged in high school. Sports memorabilia. No!
2: <laughs>
0: That's incredible, Phil. Know my body through and through. Take me to a, give me a framed picture, Phil. I want to get a framed picture of Phil and have him sign it. One of one. Kiosks with funky toys and items. I was thinking about that. Love good kiosk. Love, love guys selling a cell phone cover. Love those wacky guys.
2: I feel like you really get like a bunch of different stats there. Kiosker Robinson. That's... Robertson. <laughs> the Iceman. That was George Gervin, I believe. <laughs> Bonus, hanging with your pals all day at the mall.
0: Love that. That's emotional. It's nostalgic. You don't get to do that anymore. Just going to the mall with a group of friends? Nope. Great predictions, Phil. Holy mackerel. Kate comes in with some grit, some great LPPs. Time for our suburban boy to head to the Smith Haven Mall. Here's some LPPs Mall edition. She knows your mall. Have you guys gone to the mall together? Me and her. I don't know, yeah, maybe once or twice, but I can't remember. But probably she. I know she was there by herself a few weeks ago. Well. It's, it's, I feel like now we're at the age where going to the mall alone is like it's it's glorious. I love going to the mall alone. Uh, it is
2: nice. You unplug. Plug into one of those sharper image chairs.
0: Exactly. Not. I'm not doing it. The smell of Auntie Anne's pretzels and treating yourself to one. It's a good one. The sense of freedom you had going as a tween yeah, slash bang. teen with friends. Yeah. Huge. The convenience of everything, being in one place, makes it easy to do holiday shopping without having to run mm-hmm. around. Great one. <laughs> heck of a one Kate the food court fast food Dang. and the novelty slash nostalgia of going now since living in the city Huge! <laughs> you ever been to the Manhattan mall in like Herald Square yeah it's like but it's like almost like uh it's not, it's it's not, like not really a mall it's not it's not a mall yeah. that's, still, that's my it's, it's not even it's a knockoff mall there is a mall under like the there.
2: Manhattan Bridge I forget what it's called like the East Broadway Mall it's all these, it's like all these like Chinese stores. Okay. Any more in the city?
0: It's all just chaos. Yeah. Solid predictions. Yeah. You got any quads? I got a QAB. Let
2: me tell you, this was a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I don't believe I said it on the pod. And if I did, I apologize. But I'm pretty sure I skipped over. Now Skip that to I'm my saying it, I might have said it. So let's hope not. I Hope went not. to Joe's. I went to Joe's Pizza. I think I've said this when I was writing it. I went to Joe's Pizza. I got two slices of pizza. It cost six fifty. I gave them like a ten dollar bill, and they gave me back just three dollars and change. Mm-hmm. And it was very. Have I said this now? it's not ringing a okay. Say by the bell. And no, 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 fifty cents. It was busy. And I just didn't do anything because what I'm, I'm not going to make a big deal about 50 cents, but I mean, so I get it if it's like a penny, even a dime, but 50 cents. That's a wrap. I don't know if, I don't know if this was like, you know, they're pretty rushed and they're pretty busy, but I don't want to be the guy who's like, you forgot the 50 cents, but that's too significant to not give
0: back and change. You definitely didn't do this one. Was it, when they gave you the, the money, were you like waiting for the guy to go back? To I the, waited another,
2: year? I waited like, a, I thought I waited another beat and you know, he just gave me it and then was on to the next thing. So there is a, I think 50 plus percent chance possibility. It just, they're so busy and yeah. you just forgot yeah. the 50 cents, but Curtis Jackson. That's right on the line of asking. If I can, know.
0: I can ask, but I'm an asshole if I ask. Yeah. For 50 cents, it's tough. But Anything it's, above that, 75 cents definitely a dollar you it, got to. But 50 yeah, cents is like 50 cents, and me. I'm
2: like, but it's like, are is this on purpose? I mean, I doubt it, but who knows? It's,
0: is it like I just don't want to go fish for the quarters? That's a possibility. I think it's a possibility. I think also 50 cents, they might know on their end, like that's right on the verge of people are not going to ask for it. I doubt it. I really don't think so, but it just, you know, it, it bothered me. And then I'm like,
2: I'm an asshole. It does, it's just 50 cents. It doesn't matter. You know, the pandemic, like these places are having trouble. Although I really doubt Jose's. I feel like they've been doing great, but you know, then I just got into a spiral of me being, I'm like, I'm an, I'm an asshole
0: for caring about this. If they gave you that 50 cents, would you have do do you tip at those places you get you throw a couple quarters of the tip truck. well i was
2: like yeah oh, that's just it's that's how i rationalize it yeah. it's like it's a tip i every now and then i do tip but I, I don't really tip at those i you know sit downs i'll obviously tip generously um getting a slice of pizza i probably won't tip every now and then i will but if it's actually if it's like under 50 cents change i probably will
0: yeah There's i'll probably tip change. the remainder I'll throw yeah the I'll, tip, I'll tip like the loose change Makes you wonder, do you think that those guys are, they've gotten gypped on a lot of tips and maybe they're tipping themselves? Like, you know, you're not, you're not going to tip me. So I'm going to tip myself. Yeah. I don't think you can
2: say gypped anymore, by the way. I think it's uh, one of those words because it's like gypsy.
0: Really? I did not know yeah. that. Well, uh, I'm you're canceled. reckless. i I'm reckless. Can't, can't I'm, do it. I'm always chipping people. Yeah, I know. Chips Ahoy. Chip uh, Kelly. Chip Kelly. Chip, chip and dots, Chip advisor. We're going to get canceled, but hopefully we have chip insurance. Yeah, good one. My QAB, we talked about Amanda Knox a few episodes ago. I watched the movie Stillwater with Matt Damon, uh, and there was a whole con controversy Amanda Knox yes she didn't they just like said it was based on her and they just never told her about it which is QAB that's the QAB part it's not has nothing to do with Amanda Knox I I watched the movie it's a good movie I recommend it it's not a it's not what you would expect based on the trailer which I enjoyed like it's not a thriller it's more of a, a mystery slash drama um but the writer who wrote also um Oh, I forget the movie now. But it was about the the priests in Boston. Spotlight. Uh, yeah. Um, Tom McCarthy, I think his name, he wrote that movie. He wrote this one. I, I read an interview after the fact. He was like, the Amanda Knox story was literally, the idea of it is what inspired him to write it, but all the details are so different. It has nothing uh-huh. to do with her. Um, it, so which made me think, Amanda Knox, and also, I kind of always thought Amanda Knox might have done it, that she might have murdered that girl, if you watch all the documentaries, there's still an inkling that she might have done it. The fact that she's bringing attention and she caused an uproar, she wants attention. This has nothing to do with her. Amanda Knox is QAB. She's. I I,
2: I cannot disagree with you more here. So number one, there's some other guy who is- She's
0: promoting the movie. She's promoting it. She's stayed silent. No one is saying this is based on Amanda Knox. No one is connecting her. She connected herself to it. I, I think the writer of the movie, the guy who made the movie said,
2: Amanda Knox, number one. So this is this is one of her beefs, which I can't, her story is like, is such a fascinating media thing. Number one, people call it the Amanda Knox story. Nobody knows the name of the girl who got murdered, who which is horrible and tragic. And her murder is overshadowed by Rudy Guede. Right. Rooted that's the murderer after. yeah but the the woman who got murdered i don't even remember her i name used to off the know my head. when i was in it was in the
0: throes of it i used to
2: know her name yeah so there was like uh she points to some art article headline like amanda knox man who murdered woman in amanda knox trial goes basically the whole thing is like amanda knox is if the based on what appears to have been the story is a non fact, she just happens to be the roommate of the girl who got murdered. She's, and this becomes the Amanda. That's how everyone views it as the Amanda Knox story, where it's actually the murder of this other person by this other person. And her life is constantly, I mean, her life was obviously ruined, I think is a harsh word, because then that doesn't allow her to move on. She appears to have, she has like this, very interesting true crime podcast, and seems Q&A. very, I think, very much a leader in. You can't exactly say like can't just like kind of how the media treats people, and I think she's been without. Actually, I've listened to things with her, and you know, I wouldn't say I'm like an expert on the story, but I feel like I know enough to know that I think she's probably one of the most mistreated people in media, certainly in the past fifty years. And I am inclined to side with her almost all the time. Are and you, the you fact that there's Jay Simpson guy I, I actually don't really like, I haven't like watched any of the stuff and obviously we were four years old. Juice is loose. I think that is a much larger and complex story just about race in America too. That gets kind of, uh, implemented into this specific case, right? Everyone, you know, that's, that's clear. But with Amanda Knox, I, I think, um, she has been handed such a shitty deal by everybody it's not just the media but it's then how people just casually talk about her that it's just not right and the fact that she she could have
0: went away she could have she's still she's a podcast she's commenting. i remember one time i remember one
2: well i remember once do go away and do what she can't
0: have a career get it she's doing a public career she could. She can get a because job she's at in a the, library. She can. She can get a job as an accountant. Doesn't have to be in the public sphere and culture. She can go. She could go into eyewitness protection. She's choosing to and be. And do what? Do what as a job? You could do yeah. anything. If
2: this is the thing that she's best at doing, then why wouldn't she do it? She is probably the most. I think by doing a podcast like that, she's contributing to society in a way that almost nobody else can. She went through something that almost nobody has gone through and can improve the lives of people by doing that, which I I think she's doing a great service to society. But the fact that she only this only became a thing because the writer of the movie said Amanda Knox inspired this story.
0: He didn't say it like that. He said that he was enthralled in her story, and that was literally the starting point. Like it was literally just like the idea of it, everything. everything, Yeah, and then after that, all these there is all these things of like Amanda Knox story became, and then you know she just
2: bombarded with this episode in her past that is already. It's like the narrative is falsified. It's it's absurd. And part of me thinks she did it. There you go. That's and that's like I guess theoretically that's possible, but that's also. Is that just the larger media narrative that has driven this unfairly? Because
0: her, the person, is different than her, the media portrayal. Of course. But she's also contributing to the media about commenting on this movie. I think she's
2: driving the conversation in a way where she thinks based on her experience, it can be improved, which I think takes a lot of courage. I didn't know I was this much of a fan for Amanda Knox, but I, I, I hate when the media does what I hate when the media ruins individual people's lives based on larger narratives that don't have much to do with them. And it's unfair. I think it's one of the most unfair things about
0: our society. I'd agree with that, but you also have you can control a certain point of it. Like she can,
2: she's all, she could go she's, away, but then yeah. it's like you're, but yes and no. I do remember one time, this is, I think what like, I just remember just like shutting off my computer. I saw some article. She had just been able to come home, and it was like Amanda Knox performs karaoke in New York City. Imagine that. You can't just have a night of doing karaoke.
0: No, it's cool. tough. But I'm sure after a couple of years, if she did not, she got out of the public sphere, no one would care anymore. But she is still publishing Wait, herself, maybe, is putting herself out there.
2: Maybe so, but then people like tom mccarthy say amanda knox story inspired this and then you get a whole another round of everything and it never
0: stops uh, i gotta look into it i'm pretty sure she was the one who called out him first she called out she called him out obviously and then he answered the question from the press being like amanda knox is not happy and he was like I, i i i
2: haven't i haven't seen the movie but also like what inspired you know was it the false narrative i don't know i didn't see the movie so i i can't comment on that part but like Was it the false narrative part of the story? Her
0: being a a student, being abroad in a different country, was like the starting point. Okay, and 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 her roommate was murdered. Okay. Yeah. Fort Knox, you're you're the guard at you're you're guarding Fort Knox. I have massive respect for Amanda Knox. Maybe you you have mass respect for a murderer who's a good actor. Possibly.
2: I really don't think so, but anything's possible. Anyone anyone could be a murderer.
0: Kevin Garnett said it. Anything is possible.
2: Yeah.
0: Feisty QAB at the end. You love to see it, Lance. You love to see it. Yeah? A lot of tension. Wanna bring in the closer? Let's do it. Oh one. A two. Oh one, it's. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It, bitch.
0: Beautiful Lance Yassiel plug. Got a thing the peewee. I'm doing my recording
2: September 26th. Come tickets are going nice. Tickets, people are selling. I'm not buying, but people are selling, or I'm selling. People are buying. I
0: was gonna say, are people reselling them on, on the uh, I hope on the so. That would be an honor. Yeah, I'll, I'll plug that. I'm on that bad boy too. I'll be opening for Lance. Indeed. September 26th, 7 o'clock at the comedy shop. Indeed.com. Get your ticks while they limited six. I think this bad boy's gonna sell out before Yeah, I, I hope so. Time. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't, then
2: it's a massive failure, but I think it will buy tickets though. I think I I think it
0: could sell out, you know, several days before. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for everybody listening. We'll see you soon.
1: Peace. Peace.